Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune in to Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome once again to Marvelous Monday. And boy, has it been a marvelous, busy Monday, I tell you the truth. So, let's see. Is my fraternity brother out there right now? I want him to come right on in if he is. Mr. Arthur, are you there? Well, then I'll give my little exegesis on what it's been like uh, this past week. Uh, Mr. Arthur and Miss Rihanna will be on um, in a little while. I don't know if Pastor Cooper is here yet, but uh, Dr. Hagney will be coming in uh, shortly. Uh, he's been to an event this afternoon. But let me just tell you that this past week, even though there's just always good, there's always uh, not so good, uh, people losing their lives to COVID-19 and I tell you, sometimes it's it's just staying alive is the best that we can do. Uh, Surviving is a victory because some people did not survive uh, this past week due to COVID. And so, three enough, sometimes just the fact of you being able to survive. So whatever seasons that we find ourselves in today, tonight, Just hold on to the promise. Things will get better. I believe that things are going to get better. We're losing people every single day. We had five funerals this Saturday uh, here in Tyler, Texas, of people that I know up close and personal so well. Four of those people died of COVID-19. And so this past Saturday, we had an amazing, I mean, amazing uh, town hall meeting. And I want to to say thank you to those amazing uh, scientific people, those medical professionals. I'm going to start with uh, Dr. Paul McGahee, who is the director of uh, medical director for NetHealth. That's Northeast Texas health department. He is also a professor at uh, University of Texas, uh, the College of uh, Community Health, Public Health here in Tyler. And we thank him so much for giving us his time. He gave us almost two hours on Saturday uh, in our town hall meeting. And then we want to thank uh, Dr. Amber Cook, who is my sorority sister, uh, she is a family practice a physician at um, Family of Circle Care. She's prior professor and prior physician at uh, University of Texas Health Science Center. Amazing, brilliant young uh, physician. And then Dr. Christy Awuso, and she is a nurse practitioner 
with the University of Texas, and she also is a professor at the uh, College of uh, Community Health uh, here in Tyler. And then I proudly say that my daughter, Dr. Dania McKellen-Nataka, who is a scientist and a professor at uh, one of the East Coast universities, um, was our fourth person, and they gave us so much uh, information. It was amazing. Mr. Arthur, are you there? I think I hear you. Yeah, yeah. How y'all doing? We're good. How are you doing, Mr. Arthur? We had about eighty-five people on our medical town hall meeting this Saturday. I'm sorry you missed it. We had people out of Dallas. We had people out of six states. That was California, Virginia, Louisiana, Texas, Arkansas, and there's one other. I can't remember what the sixth state was. But Did y'all get that was, ball uh, Oh, South, Car- South Carolina. I'm sorry, South Carolina. That yeah. was the sixth state, South Carolina. So, so how far y'all moved the ball? All the way down the goalposts. The people that will <laughs> listen. Yeah, the people that want to get the vaccine, and because that's what our, as you know, our topic was really all about. We we have COVID. Uh, we have uh, deaths. Uh, we we have um, the vaccine. And black and brown people are dying at a rapid rate. More Caucasian people are getting COVID-19, but more black people are dying from it. So I, so my question was, where do we go from here? And so the people who want to take the vaccine, I want to make sure that it is available to the people that want to take it in my community. Uh, I'm not being self-centered, but charity starts at home, as you know. That's my, I say that all the time as my slogan, charity star. I got to take care of home first before I can take care of anybody else, anywhere else. So we want to make sure that those people, and so we get, we've got more vaccines in. And so those people who actually got their vaccines at the end of December, now it's mm-hmm. time for them to take their second dosage. And so they're, they're all set up and ready from Friday and Saturday. And we'll be there Man, at you know, the convention again. Very Man, good. You know, Very up. good. When I signed up up here in Dallas, and and uh, we were with County Systematic, you know, uh, uh, I guess I had a fair part. But anyway, my, my, uh, I got a, a call a couple of weeks, well, about a week and a half ago, where somebody said, hey, okay. look, you know, da 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 The mayor said, you know, you can go on out to get a shot. And uh, and so anyway, so so I said, well, you know, but I'm gonna wait till they, you know, call me and put me in line and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, my okay. other friend and signed up also like I did. And he said, you know, he he called me this morning. He said, yeah, man, he said, man, I went on the, I went out there just got in line and, you know, uh, you know, and when I got my shot. I said, well, that's that's what? I said, yeah, he said, yeah, he said, he said, just get up early and just gone through, just get in line. He said, it took me about, it took him about thirty minutes. Of, uh, exactly. You know, waiting in and the it car, took, like took me, yeah, it took me probably yeah, about, so, so, and I got yeah, took me so, about ten, twelve minutes. Yeah. So the bottom line minutes. of it is, it will, yeah, yeah. And so the bottom line of it is, I don't think there'll be no problem getting people to take the shot. I think that's kind of overplayed. Okay. Okay. I think okay. I, I, the, the issue is, is getting that stuff from because what I can see, all I see is lines everywhere. So I don't see no lines. No I don't see that. <laughs> and they're not turning, and they're not, and, and as your friend did went and got in line, they're not turning anybody away because I think I mentioned to you what happened here in Tyler when it was all set up when the immunization first came out. 
the vaccine. It was all set up for for uh, Tier 1A, which is all medical personnel. But someone found out that the uh, that the uh, vaccines were in the city, and so they put it on Facebook, and, boy, they were bombarded out there at Harvey Convention that first time. That first day, we had right out about 1,000 people to show up. And no, and then mm-hmm. the next morning, we had a few more injections left, and so we we ended up with about fifteen hundred on that whack. But we're hoping that that we will get many more. Uh, that's what uh, President Biden has promised that he's going to have millions and millions of no. uh, vaccines made. Go ahead. Now, I'm gonna, now when I go through that tomorrow, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check and see if if. Uh, I really take to see who who, you know, who was in those cars. I don't know if it's white people that come to our side of town, or so I'm gonna okay. go back and take a closer look tomorrow and see exactly. And where, where's your lo- location? Where are you? At well, they they, they, they do it over at Fair Park. You know where the Fair, Fair Park. Is? That's right. I remember mm-hmm. now. The Fair Park. That's what they're doing up there. Up here, so so uh, you know. But I, you know, I thought when I signed up that I, that I was gonna get like an appointment. I go out there and give give me a shot. That's what I was thinking. So. Well, change, that's normally so the way it is. You, you do you do actually get an appointment because my husband's second one is this Saturday, and he has the. Uh, it's between eleven thirty and twelve thirty. They're doing sixty people. They they kind of have blocks set up, but um, there will definitely be people that will show up uh, and just get in line. And as I said, nobody's going to be turned away because they want these okay. shots in the arms of people. Yeah. Yeah, but well, anyways, that's mm. where we are with that. It's uh, it's uh, it's a promise. Things are going to get things are going to get better. But let's talk a little bit. Well, let's, let's talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, Sorry, I, I think uh, Biden. I, I really think Biden got under control as far as that part. You know, he's he, he, he's sure. activating the uh, you know act. You know, uh, uh, government act where he can go ahead and get some things in. So I think it's in place. They've had a over 100 million shots in the arms the last, I mean, million of the right. last uh, four, four or five days. So I think mm-hmm. so I think that's on. So I think they just need just, you know, just keep up the education. Excuse me, the education yeah. part. You know, getting people that's to understand exactly why they right. mutate that type of thing. But uh, exactly they just have them understand that, hey, you know, that the year screwed up now. It was left screwed up. So it's, it's going to be a minute to get it straight. But once you get it straight, you know, I, I don't see no problem with it, including I don't see no problem with trying to get people to take it. I say, get it where they can get it. Okay. And then, yeah. and then if they don't get it, then you can say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, you know, I think we did a pretty good job educating, uh, you know, so far. I, I, I think so. And for anybody that would like to have a um, have the link to the um, town hall meeting and the medical town hall meeting on Saturday, they can certainly get that, and I can forward that to anyone because it was so – I mean, they answered – these were some brilliant uh, scientists that were on, and they answered every question that I asked. And, I mean, I was I, – I had plenty of questions to ask them, and every single one of them were answered, uh, I mean, to, to, the, to the T. So it, education is the key. It's always the key. It's always been the key. And, so, uh, so how you feel tonight? So, so how you feel tonight? You, you know you're my guinea pig. Am I feeling tonight? Am I feeling tonight? Yeah, you're my guinea pig. Let me tell you, I never even had a sore arm. I, I mean, I never had nothing. I just, 
that I couldn't even tell the young lady had given me the injection. Now I want to I want to thank uh, Dr. Uh, Tacova Wallace Day, who is a professor at the College of uh, Pharmacy Fitch. A college of Pharmacy here at University of Texas, and she brought her students, and she brought the College of Nursing students, and they came out, and they gave those injections, and this young lady that gave me mine, I tell you, I, to this day, I, can, I was talking uh, to some of my friends around me, of course, Dr. Gay was there, and uh, I, I was waiting for the young lady to give me the injection, and she was already finished. So I have mm-hmm. never felt anything since that day. Now, now, now you know, now, now you know, being a nurse with them needles, it just so, now I, I know everybody has shots. <laughs> I have no problem with Some needles. people do it better than others. Some people do it well, better be than others. That's all. That way, that's it, all it, I got. There's an art to it. That's it. and you're 100. There's a little art to it. And uh, it is. And she's and that young, she's a third year nursing student, and she's mastered that art. And so she put it in the right place. I mean, she just was outstanding. And mm-hmm. so uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to my second one is February the 5th. And I'm looking forward to that because we, we have some up close and personal friends uh, suffering with COVID-19 right now. So mm-hmm. we, we have got to work hard and mitigate mm-hmm. this uh, this COVID-19. We really do. And we still got to continue to, let's just throw this out here, that even after we finish, because we have to, there's some more bugs out there, and so we want to make sure that that we continue to do the same things. As a matter of fact, you know, they're talking about right now, and this is something that I've been, we've been doing all the time, is double masking up. You'll see us in maybe a surgical mask or N95 mask. Uh, with the fan- mm-hmm. with with the fancy cover over, uh, well, when, maybe a colorful one. Go ahead. Question. Well, well when this thing's over, we're gonna have to do an after action report. Absolutely. I mean, in, in all the areas, mentally, uh, physically, psychologically. Oh, I mean, we have. I mean, we need and, to look and, at ourselves and see what we look like after all this stuff here is over. Well, and but let me just add that, and you're 100% correct, but we don't want to wait. We can't even wait until then. We, all along the way, uh, I'm putting on, on um, programs and, and town halls where we're talking about uh, people dealing with mental issues, anxiety levels, and all of that. Even within our sorority, uh, we'll, we'll put on some events. So we have to work at that all along the way and not wait until after it's all over because people – that's why I was I was talking a few minutes ago about uh, about sometimes it's just staying alive mm-hmm. is the best that people can do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and, the, and, the, and I agree. We need to set up the infrastructure right now. Correct. The infrastructure Correct. right. You set all that Correct. up right now because Correct. you know you can't Correct. do after action until after. So you that, know, that's I mean, you true. Can, true. That's we, true. We can anticipate. We can speculate, but really, you ain't going. It ain't going to look after until it's after. So that's no. what we need to have the infrastructure that, already that in place. That's the action report, right? But we have. Yeah. But all I'm saying is that we we got to work work with people right now where they are right yeah, now because right, some right. people are very apprehensive about what's going on. They're apprehensive about their medical. Uh, they're apprehensive about economically. Uh, they're apprehensive about their children and what they're. We, we got all these cases uh, in our school district and every in every direction everywhere we go. 
their cases. I mean, we can't seem to get away from it, so we have to work with it right along the way, right along the way. So, Miss mm. Arthur, let's talk a little bit about last Wednesday history, our historical Wednesday, the 20th of January. We're going to talk about that historical uh, event, and then we're going to talk about uh, impeachment and should that be happening right now, and we're going to talk about uh, being above the law if, in fact, uh, we just let people do things and, and get away with it. Uh, it that's being above the law. How how are we going to handle that? Do we just let it go? Uh, and so I want to. I really want to hear uh, what everybody has to say tonight about this impeachment. But let's talk first about our historical event. Where were you last Wednesday on twenty uh, of January, twenty twenty one, Mister Arthur? Where did what what do was, you feel about what happened? Go ahead. Well, I was was watching the transition to the new reality of America. And and, and again, I I keep telling people this, now you need to act like it, walk like it, talk like it. You need to be, you know what I mean, right now. So right now is that time. So so I was, you know, so I'm very excited about, you know, for those that understand that, and even for those that don't. But the bottom line of it is, uh, ain't no going back. Ain't no going back. So, okay. uh, you know, we, we need to learn how to get along with each other going forward. Uh, it ain't going to hurt you. <laughs> it ain't going to hurt you to get along with your fellow man. So, you know, let's okay. just try it. Let's just try it. Okay. Real good. Well, so then let's just we, – we know that we were all very excited about, uh, first of all, we had the first woman – uh, to be in that second position in America, that's that's history. That's that's a long time coming. Vice President, your your sorority sister, my sorority sister, uh, Kamala Harris, as the vice president of the United States of America, and then Joe Biden, who ran three times, and three times was a charm for him. He is the forty sixth president. Of the United States of America. Now, Mr. Arthur, there are some people out there in America that still don't believe that he won the election. That, and we know that we know that the way the president wins is with the electoral college. So we know that those people voted him in. We know that. What is it going to take for people to accept? Well, you know, see, you're talking you know, about unity. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you know, the you know the great one said one time. He said, "The poor will always be with us." Yes, sir. And so, you know, and that don't necessarily meant just poor money. Poor people be poor. <laughs> no, you're right. And people right. poor, all the poor understanding. It's, it's a whole bunch of so based on just saying that, those folks are always going to be with us. They're always going to be with us. And so, you know, and they, and, you know, they can, you know, and of course they can change their mind whenever they want to. And they generally do okay. when stuff, when stuff get better or stuff start going in the direction where they, where they ain't been house or whatever, then, you know, they, you know, hey, you know, they are right then. So, you know, I'm just saying, uh, you know, Judas wasn't Judas till the time came. So, you know. <laughs> Okay. Very good. Judas wasn't Judas till the time came. So, 
But we need just focus. My point is, we we need just focus on what we need to do. We need folks on okay. us and what we need to do, like uh, like this economic recovery. We need to, we we need to focus on being a part of it, not waiting okay. for white folks to recover and then come and get us, you know, and discover us after they recover. So we don't need to do that again. That's the old formula. Okay. We thinking new now. That we in a new you you're in a new time. You got more power than you ever had. You need to use it. And so, you know, and that, and again, everything ain't political. I, I was telling somebody about that's true. In hometown, in this, you know, we're 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 developing this park, uh, you know, in partnership with the you know, with the city. Okay, now we did all this while Trump was in office. Okay, okay. so okay, you know, so that don't mean so so you, so don't wait till the politics, the politics, the national politics change or whatever. Even your local politics, just go and and do some stuff that's good. That everybody benefits from, and you know, and, and just see how many folks you can come, to, uh, still come work with you. Again, like I said, a lot of times you do better not to even mention either one of them parties. Trying to get something <laughs> done. Okay, so it's not all. So then, what are you suggesting that African Americans, Black people, do right now? Right now, that the transition, the change has been made. Where are we? Where do we go from here? I guess is, is, is oh, one of my favorite right. questions. Well, right now they need to focus on this package that they're trying to get through. That you know Biden's first recovery package. Focus mm-hmm. on that, you know, and, and uh, see what uh, you know. So you can see what the parameters are. But 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 no matter what station you are, like right now, you need to be you need to be preparing yourself for you know for the new economy and for the you know and yeah. for some new opportunities. Because if, if if you ain't prepared, no matter what happens, you can't take advantage of it. Matter of fact, you won't even be aware of it. So you know you need to study, read, you know, uh, okay. you know, and, and just basically make yourself knowledgeable about this world. Okay. And and okay. Uh, and you have to look for opportunities. Okay, you say read. So what what are you suggesting that? What type of books are you suggesting that we read? Are you talking about leadership books? Are you talking about how well, first to you need to, well, get first rich? You need, to read, okay. you need to read your own history. You need to read your own history yeah. because you got to understand that, that, that the American education system is it's actually the American indoctrination system. It's not. It's not. It's not education. That's indoctrination. I, 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 I saw. That, I was in that thing the other night when it was showing how even with the like when they show those history maps and they paint them in the in the book, they make they make Europe real big. They make you know they make Africa okay. look smaller. They, you know all this kind of <laughs> that's subliminal stuff that they do to you through the educational sure. system. Sure. Sure. So that's why it's so important that we get the Black History programs and and other programs, uh, uh, you know, into the curriculum where we can right. stop that indoctrination. Because remember, white folks are being indoctrinated too. They've been indoctrinated. That's true. You know, and, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. you know, we just need to stop that by by again, you know, and, and of course here in Texas, you know, if you go to your local school board and tell them you want the Black History curriculum, uh, you know, put into your school, and so gotcha. uh, and so it, it's there. So right now you have to push. You know, we're still pushing for it, but you know, we need it to get to a point where we can just be there. You know, what right. I mean? but we don't have politicking and pushing. So then let, let's talk, I'm glad you brought up education. Let, let's talk a little bit about our educational system. Now, there is, this was presented to us on Saturday, 
in one of our D9 meetings. And what was told to us was that the percentage of people, and when Ms. Rihanna comes on, we'll have her to to research this and look it up and give us some numbers, mm-hmm. but that that there's a, a percentage that they want blacks to acquire. There's a percentage that they want Hispanics to acquire. There's a percentage, and, and I'm talking about in educational success in public schools. Mm-hmm. Then there's a percentage of that they want Caucasians to acquire. Now, mm-hmm. the numbers for the African Americans, the black students, is at the bottom of the barrel. And mm-hmm. the numbers for the Caucasian students, and you're in education, you're a teacher, you know. Right. It's at, at the top, top of the barrel. It's like six in the sixties, sixty seventh percent. And then the black students, it's like twenty four, twenty five percent, somewhere in there. And then the Hispanic mm-hmm. students a little bit higher, and I can't remember exactly what their number is, a little bit higher than mm-hmm. what the blacks are. Did, and this supposedly has been established within school districts. I don't know if it's on the state level or if it's just our level. And I tend to think that it may not just be individual school districts, that it's a state number that we're no, dealing no, with. No, I, w- I was appalled. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me say this, Eddie. Here, uh, 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 back when, back when, I don't know if you remember now, but um, I think it was H. Ross Rowe came up with "No okay. Pass, No Play." Yes, I and, do and remember that about, well. And that was about you know blacks, athletes, and blacks and all that kind of stuff. Then, sure. Then those Bush guys, and then it went from there to test to start testing, right? Then they started. To, now we got a whole testing regimen. So, right. You know, so that's just another indoctrination to and basically and basically through this testing now they know how many penitentiaries to build and all kinds of stuff you know that's not yes, you know that's that's not helpful for us uh and those and those tests don't you know they don't they don't predict success in life or nothing like that but so right in, 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 I'm trying to say, so basically i'm just trying to say that when we start talking education you got to understand it's a whole big old thing now all you look here and i saw the day where uh the federal government uh, uh, sent Texas one point eight billion dollars mm-hmm. to right. to uh, to address lead water, right? You know, you know, leaded water and so forth. So on, and I, I think I, I think it's lead water in the schools. Uh, right. So anyway, so one point eight. So it's going anyway, So you know, and of course, you know, we've been working on that one, issue for one, a minute. How much was it? One point eight uh, million. One point. Uh, no, I think one point eight billion. Billion. So that's more like it. Okay. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1.8 billion. Right. And so and basically, see, and so basically you... go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, and so of course we, and of course then we're going to be uh, hearing that we're going to be on school, uh, 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 school boards here in the area to you know, you, you know, to get some of the funds. That's one of the issues that we've been. And again, go back to education. I'm trying to tell you, lead, lead makes your kids dumb. Makes them dumb. Yes, sir. Yes, makes sir. them. It makes them agitated. All the kind of stuff that gets you sent to the penitentiary. Yes, that would lead to, and so and so, and it's been what seventy percent of schools in Texas, seventeen percent of the public schools in Texas have have lead and other contaminants in the water. Yes, in sir. The water. And, and so, and, and, so and that's not counting, and that's not counting what's probably in the apartments or wherever they live or whatever. 
you know, and some other exactly. uh, situations. So basically, lead, lead, lead in the paint in the walls. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so basically, and so basically, it ain't just the school. We got to understand that y'all, well, we don't have mm-hmm. to educate our folks about uh, water. Period. You know, and and get the water tools. They, you know, they can measure and they can actually see what's in their water because those instruments don't cost that much. You know, so we need to have actual program of education and just passing those things out where people can test their water. You know, when you move well, to an I'm apartment so or something, good. you test the water. I'm, I'm just so glad that you're bringing this out. And I'm going to tell you why I'm so glad you're bringing it out is because I have this discussion with one of my friends on the other radio network all of the time. And I say to him, he and he talks about the, the water in Flint, Michigan. And I said, and he says, nothing has been done but about the water in Flint, Michigan. And I, I said to him, there's bad, there's bad water. It, water is perfect. God made water perfect. It's how we send the water in through old pipes, old lead pipes, and how the water comes out on the other end, and that's what's detrimental to us. These pipes, I believe, uh, these pipes that we have had, forever that haven't been changed out. I said, we don't even have to leave to go to Flint, Michigan, even though Flint, Michigan, they got the right. Not just lead, now copper, copper, aluminum, some other, you know, so they just lead, okay. Right, right. But the but the most noted thing and the most talked about and seems like the most dangerous, uh, according to they're all the dangerous. They're all dangerous. Well, they're of course, of, of course. And but we have mm-hmm. but but the, here's the deal: we have lead in everything. Everything our paint. I mean, every lead is everywhere. We reused it. Remember they got until, them, I mean, most they got recent times. You, 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 you remember they got them Chinese putting lead in everything. Remember got them Chinese sending stuff over with all that lead in it. Remember that. I do very well. Everything very they well. toys. I said, why they put lead in toys? Everything. They, what? I said, oh, okay, exactly. they want our kids. They want our kids to chew on it and and get dumb. Mhm. Mhm. So I'm just saying, you know, you know, a lot of stuff be happening. But, but but let's just be focusing on. But back to the original question. Basically, right. I, I just want folks to do is to basically, you know, look at, you know, just just look at yourself. See what you can do to help yourself and understand okay. that if you help yourself, you've helped your community. You know, uh, you know, people that's trying to help other people and they stuff is tore from the flow up, you know, <laughs> you ain't helping. You know what I mean? You know, you're, <laughs> you're, you're creating a, a bigger mess. So uh, yeah. do what you can for yourself. You know, okay. and, and, then, and then you get and then you get yourself healed up and, and, and straight. Then go help somebody. There you go. That's what I mean. You can't help yourself. I mean, you can't help somebody else until you. Well, you know, ten and a half, hanging out. Ain't much gonna happen. So. Put yourself out there to help somebody else. Well, let's let, let's talk a little bit more about this new vice president, who she is and some of the things, I mean, her, her journey from where she came from up until where she is right now, right? We know yep. that her background that she came from, it's a India and Jamaican background. Uh, her, her mother, I believe, came here to 
to America to go to school. Uh, I think she was born in Oakland, California, right, in Northern California. Uh, mm. Both of her parents were immigrant parents, a dad from Jamaica, mother from India, right? right? But she went on to Howard University, and that's exactly where our 1908 chapter originated on that campus of Howard University. Mm-hmm. And then I believe she went to uh, the University of uh, California Hastings Law School. Mm-hmm. She became a attorney general. She just worked. She became a uh, she became a senator, and she just worked her way on up to vice president of the United States. And yeah. Well, she's definitely uh, she's definitely educated, you know. That, but but part of come from a. From ACBU, I think that's that. I think that's the lick right there. They just mean that. Hey, y'all, we're in the house now. I mean, you know, I went to Texas A&M Commerce, East Texas State, but you know, I wanted to go to Gramlin. So uh, really? you know, yeah, huh, yeah. Well, well, you know, uh, I never, I couldn't pay them out of state. Pay them big prices. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, that would have been big. Well, I, I tell you mm-hmm. what, I did not attend an HBCU, but I support them 100% because we know amen, without HBCU, yeah, and that's the main thing. And I tell people all the time, don't when you leave your school, don't forget your, don't forget Texas College, don't forget uh, Grandland, right. don't forget. Uh, Houston Intelligence. Don't forget be, 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 uh, because those are, be, because those are the school, because those are the schools that go and work with those kids that's been yes. miseducated in our public yes, school sir. system. Because see, yes, if you're sir. real smart and got some resources, you know you can make it through that system. But a lot of folks be trying and just don't have them resources. Well, the, the HBCUs take those kids and, and really do a great job with them. Hey, hey, hey one more thing before we keep talking about uh, the uh, okay. vice president. Uh, if anybody okay. want to find out about their school in their school district where they rate uh, the ratio, the money they spend per student, you, you can go to schooldigger.com, schooldigger, schooldigger.com, and just D-I-G-G-E-R? put in yeah d i g g e r, and just okay. put in the and just put in the school. Uh, you know, if you want to find out their you know their grades, uh, you know. Ratings and different grades and all that kind of stuff. Everything's there. So if you want to find out, uh, and, and also, and also, will, will you tell? Will y'all please tell our young, our young sisters and brothers that when they put their kids in those charter schools, those are not okay. private schools and it ain't free. Explain to them that their money is being spent that goes to public schools. They're spending it goes to that school. So, so all this yep. they're not giving you anything free. Yeah, it's it's your it's your it's your money. Your tax money. Okay. Your tax money. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, then so what are your account. thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? Then we can we can we can since we're talking about education, what are your thoughts on that money going to charter schools, public well, money going well, to charter schools? Well, you know, look, having worked in the system, it's unfair. It's not, look here, they get the same. Look, they get that money, but if but if uh, but if little uh, but if little Kawan over in the corner, you know, if I don't, you know, if I don't like his behavior, if I don't, and like say, like say, and I worked in one for a year, if I don't like behavior something, then I can just kick him out, and then guess where he goes? He go back to the public school. Cause why? Back Cause to the public back school to gotta public. let him come back. Now, okay, right. now if they can kick him out like that and we like that, then you know, I mean, I, I mean, so in a way, so in other words. 
they over here brilling all these little schools and getting and you know in other words you know you know getting the kids that they want, and then the ones they okay. don't want they send them to the public school and I, and I think that's just that's unfair, uh you know it, you know hey I mean it's wrong you know so and uh and and, sure. and our parents we got to do a better job educating them because they don't know the difference in a private school versus right. a charter school. They think a charter school is a private school. It's, and, and I keep, That's you true. know, so, so we got to do a, <laughs> a better job of educating them on what that actually is. You know, uh, 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 a public school has a school board, uh, which you probably yeah. elect uh, from the community, that type of thing. A charter school, right. you got to call the corporate office. The corporate office. And the guy that's president yeah. might be, might be uh, you know, an ex-drywall hanger. <laughs> or, or, or some, or, or like that guy from, or, or like that guy from, uh, like the guy uh, that uh, that Flynn was trying to deport back, back to Turkey. You know, he's in charter right. schools. He's in charter right. schools. You know, uh, you, you know, it might be somebody like him. In other words, in other words, these these are business ventures. So for yes, a lot of foreigners, are. for a lot of foreigners, yes. I'm, I'm just telling you, and they don't care nothing about your kids. And but figure, wow. but most folks don't figure that out until, until they you know until it's late in the it's game. Too late, right? Late, that's yeah. Right. That's, yeah. Wow. So that's so that's why I don't think. Uh, so that's why I think it's unfair. I got gotcha. you. Well, how do you educate people on on that? I mean. When they're troubled, sometimes when their kids are troubled in the public schools, they take them out and take them to to uh, the charter schools. Mm-hmm. And the charter schools send them right back. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's interesting. Never thought about right that. They send them right back. <laughs> wow. Then that, that for the public schools, the charter school is actually a break from some of those kids. <laughs> sure, it is. So then, so wait a minute, since you worked in one, and we're, we're, we're not here to badger charter schools at all. We're, we just want to be educated about them. Okay, we're getting Let me finish it because I need to say this. Uh, okay. When you look at the numbers, when you look at the numbers, pass, fail, kids, that, that, that kind of stuff, charter schools do not measure up to public schools. They're lower. They, 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 now, now we were talking about now we were talking about a superior product being compared right. to a public school product. Okay, now that would be an argument that we could have all day. But no, we're talking about an inferior product, you know, wrapped in new cement, sure. right? And, you know, and, and so you know that's not that's you know this comes to school pretty. That don't mean kids mm-hmm. learning. Mhm, mhm. I know you have a beautiful one. I can't think of the name of it. In Dallas, and it has some maybe not kindergarten, but I maybe it is kindergarten all the way through to the twelfth grade, right? Mm-hmm. Off of um, you know which one I'm talking about. We won't call any names. But, uh-uh. uh, well, I, I, mm-hmm. I call over. If I call names, if I'm called names, that will show you <laughs> they'll tell you just where we at with this whole charter school thing. You know, we did a big fight here in Dallas. And, Kevin out of the ICC. Sure. So anyway, uh, 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 you know, some 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 community leaders caught wind the fact that that uh, that that Paul Quinn then put a you know then put a charter school over there on the campus. Paul so Quinn anyway, did? so 
Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, your charge yeah. yeah, so they, they had one before. They, they had one before, but it went out, and then so they don't. So they, so they went and got another one. So anyway, they resurrected so, it again. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so we was having a, a press conference. We was having a press conference out out in front of Park Queen. It was like you know, like the Hinojosa, the you know, school superintendent, you know, some school board member. Okay. You know, so I was, sure. And so anyway, uh, 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 and so got up and started talking, and he said, and, and so his complaint was, his complaint was, you know, if they want to have a charge school, you know, you know that you know that type of rank, you know, that I do is come talk to us at DISD. I said, wait a minute. What? <laughs> really? Wait a minute. Come and talk that, to them so about mean, what? So that means that something happened. We'll, we'll see what that means is that something happened, y'all, that we don't know about. Something happened. Hmm. The hymn say, the hmm. say, the hymn say. Is there, there some connections to that charge school? See, my complaint was that they had charge school there anyway, right? And his complaint right. was they didn't come to him let him do it. <laughs> I, and I'm going. I got and I'm going. You. I didn't know I'm you could do it. So, well, you're not supposed to be able to do it. Well, well, see, but see, they did so much shenanigans down at the state house, baby. I'm telling yeah. you. Well, it's you a know, new day now. It's a you new know, day. I charge, like I said, I charge you, boy, and then, like, like they, and I, like, and I told him, Royce West, I charge him about that. You know, they go down there, and they go and they make these deals, and they don't come tell the community about nothing. That's why we got to show up down there. That's why as much as we possibly can uh, uh, so that we can keep up on our own uh, with what's going on. And that, that that means every elected uh, location from, from but our black caucus down there so weak, but, but, but but our black caucus is so weak down there. Yeah. They, they operate individually down there. It's not right in the dark. Yeah, you know, I mean, they don't, you know, well, you know, by them not having a strong black caucus down there, then they're not holding each other accountable. So everybody's yeah. making their own deals. I'm, I'm telling you what's going on because I don't talk to them pretty much. So I kind of know what's okay. up, you know, what's up. And, and so they, you know, there's, ain't nobody, they, they're not holding each other accountable. Hmm. It's like, wow. I'm going to do mine this way and you do yours that way. A representative told me, she said, she said, well, when I asked about why she didn't sign the uh, 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 the thing about the removal of the, the Confederate thing, she said, "Well, she said, well, she, she, she said, well, me and the governor, we got our own relationship." That's what she said. <laughs> Owned up to it. No secret about it. Wow. That's what she told me. That's she told me. Wow. She said, "She said, you got so so anyway, so 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 you know, so that's what so, so we got a leadership problem here in Texas." Yeah. Here. Yeah. Uh, with our representatives, I, I, I'm just saying, you know, we do, you know, because they instead of them going down there and trying to uh, change the game, they they down there trying to learn the game. Wow. And, and it ain't their game. Wow. You know, so what, you, you, that's you know, what hard, you gonna do that down there? Hard, that's heartbreaking uh, to hear that kind of comment. That you know, especially. When you know there's honest people out here that's that's going to keep it the way it should be, they're not going to cut deals with people. Uh, they're going to represent unless that deal is the representation of the constituents back in their in their districts and in their communities. That's who you're cutting deals for, not individual uh, gain. 
bad yeah. for the individual politician or, or the servant or whatever you you want to call themselves. I call myself a, a servant. But it's, it's well, heartbreaking said, uh, when you hear that kind of thing. Go ahead. Well, I say again, I'm just, I mean, I'm just going by what, uh, I mean, I'm just going by what's actually, now, 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 if you see something different, you know, than what I'm saying, you know, tell me about it, because maybe I'm, maybe I just ain't no. paying attention. <laughs> no, I don't know. Huh? I don't know, but that's pretty, no, but that's just pretty bold that a person would even come out and say that. Well, 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 I'm gonna give you another example. I'm gonna give you another example. You know when? Remember that Wendy? When that Wendy lady uh, out of Fort Worth? What was her name? Yeah, out of Fort Worth. But you mean the one oh, that did the filibuster? Yeah, when, yeah. Um, she used to oh, be okay, the. Okay, she um, did the filibuster. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The pink yeah, okay, okay, when she did. Okay. Now, now, when she did a filibuster. Okay. <laughs> and they did the press conference, and you looked up. It was her standing there, and who was with her? It was it was her and Royce mm-hmm. Witt. I mean, Royce, Royce Witt. Mm-hmm. Now I was going. I, I mean, and again, to me, that was an odd looking visual. Hmm. Interesting. You know, and at that at that moment, if it was if it was bad thing, I, I mean, I was looking for the rest of the black caucus. You know, whatever. I got you. Uh uh-uh. uh. Ain't see it. Ain't see it. And, and see, and again, it goes back to what I'm trying to tell you about. Everybody down there making their own deals. Now, okay. Make your own deals, but you you need to come back and tell the community leaders, you know, you know what deals you made. You know, don't wow. tell them I got to go to your website and and read it. You know, you need to come and tell people what you did, what passed, what didn't. You know, just like, just like Royce them uh, gave the governor the power to go and start taking over schools like they did in Michigan. Right, right? now they're in a fight down in Houston. You know, you know they did that back in. They did that back in 2015. You ain't tell nobody. Hmm. Same thing they charge schools they were to fight them about. You know, they did that, you know. And when I charged him up, he told me, he said, well, I said, well, why you ain't come tell us about it? Right. He said, well, Gary Bledsoe should have told you. <laughs> Gary Bledsoe? How did he get it? He's the president <laughs> of, of the NAACP. They say NAACP uh, yeah, should have been formed here. Yeah, that's what he told wow. me. <laughs> I said, okay. I said, okay. I said, yeah, you're right. I said, yeah, you're right. He should have told me, too. Wow. Uh, yeah, he should have told me. So I'm just saying, uh, so I'm just saying the bottom line of this, that, 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 that they should be more accountable to come back and tell the community what they're doing, especially with stuff like sure. that that's going to affect, uh, you know, their kids and all that kind of stuff. You, you know, like that whole Correct. program they were trying to put in up here in Dallas, I'm telling you, it was nothing but a big grift. It was a big grift. It added no value to nothing. It just it just created spots. It just created uh, uh, what I call uh, places places to just send money to people. Right. It, 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 you know, and I'm and I'm saying, you know, come on now. And, and again, this kind of stuff that folks same stuff they do in Washington, I'm sure. Uh, no, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. You know, and, you know, and I'm just saying, hey y'all, you know, if you don't pay attention. I'm telling you, that's why I say we all still be gone. Exactly. We all have to stay involved. And if we're not involved, we have to get involved. Okay. Okay. 
Ain't it here back? Ain't it here back? I want to say this. I love America. I love America. That's it. That's it. All at heart. I'm not trying to go anywhere, right? But we got and a lot gonna, of things to work gonna, on. Eddie here, Eddie here, Eddie here, ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> not looking for anywhere else to go. Hey, no this to is go. home. We, this is where, there you go. This is where we belong. To go. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Look at where to go. All I can say is bye. As long as your black skin going with you, you can find that you ain't went nowhere. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> well... Let's take a look at, since we talked about the historical event, we, we salute our new vice president. We, we're, we're keeping our eyes on everything uh, that's going on over there in Washington, D.C. But let's take us down to uh, the impeachment and what your thought process is on that. We got, we got all sides of the thing, all various and sundry things. One person says, well, you know, he's already out of office. What are you talking about going through the impeachment? He's already been gone. Uh, of course, the impeachment started prior to uh, him leaving out of there. But what are your thoughts, question, uh, Mr. Arthur? The, the, Go the, ahead. The, the, the question, question I like to ask, Sorry. the question I like to see white people ask white people is, the, I mean, the ones that, the ones that, the ones that don't want to impeach him and all this kind of stuff. Okay. Ask them, ask them, why is that? I mean, why is that? You know why? Why? Why you feel like that? Now I already know what it is, because all this whole look at all this whole thing here is based on demographic change. You know, holding on to racist power, so forth and so on. I mean, that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Because because it doesn't make any any kind of common sense, it, 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 and they can't and, and they can't explain it. You know, uh, about three of them of the day say, you know, they they so they leaving after they turn, they ain't running again. They say tired. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. saw that. <laughs> yeah, so, so you know, so you know, because you can't defend that. You can't defend it. It's it's indefensible. And so, and, and so, do I look at this impeachment trial as uh, America's own trial? Well, rather, white America's That's own true. trial. America's on trial. You're exactly mm-hmm. correct. And, and and this is this is what is on trial: the American democracy and America's. Uh, criminal justice system is on trial. Why? Because if something does not take place, then it's going to set precedent for years to come that the president of the United States can do anything, commit any crime that they want to commit, and nothing's going to happen, right? Nothing's going to happen. Say that again. If if something does not take place, if there's oh, not okay. a process of going through the court system, right, this, right. even it, it doesn't matter that it, it's not even all about the fact that he's still not there. What I'm talking about, the question I'm asking and what I'm putting on the table is mm-hmm. that if something does not transpire and take place, it's going to set precedents for the future that a president of the United States can commit any crime that they so choose. Well, that's it, high it, crimes. Well, that's high crimes in this. That's high crimes. Well, it's, it's bigger gonna, than that. It's, it, it, it's bigger than that. It, it's bigger than that. Okay. It's, it, it's, it, it's whether or not you want to continue the civil war or not. Do you want to end it or you want to keep it going? So this is white people. I'm telling you, North versus South. 
That okay. is, we're looking at them. That's mm-hmm. what we're looking at. And so they need to get their stuff together. We're not holding we're not holding white leadership accountable enough. You know, for their white leadership, because that's what it is. And uh and nobody's holding them accountable for it. That's right. why they can this man can do all this stuff, insurrection, got got people killed. And they right, and right. got folks like Rubio talking about, well, you know, why don't we just it's gonna tear the country apart. What? <laughs> I mean, really? He tore the country apart. You know, I mean, you know, you need to look on the floor and we see forget- what's down there. It's already tore up. You know what I mean? So, you know, I don't know what you, you know, so anyway, so basically, uh, you know, black folks, you know, we'd want to, you know, we'd, we'd want to always run and save in America. So we're doing it one more time. Okay. Save in America. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to save America. I don't ever want to see January the 6th ever again in my life because, as I mentioned, it looked like a war zone. There, whereas five cheaper lives, but oh my goodness, everybody that was out there should be held accountable. They should be. They went there for a. They went there for a purpose. That they were organized for a purpose. We know we sent them there. Yes, they They were. They were some people. Friend, uh, Pence, Pence and Nancy Pelosi, right? That's who they were after. They were going to get, uh, that, that, that they'd have called my girl, they'd have called the squad, squad would have been in trouble. Oh, my goodness, yes. Those ladies that, <laughs> those congresswomen that are part of the squad, oh, yeah. OAC, they, they were probably... That's who they would have loved, AOC. They would have loved to have caught up to her. Would you say? Ooh-wee, ooh-wee. They were going to do her. They would have caught her. Yeah. So I'm yeah. glad they didn't. But, but, but no, like the bottom line I'm glad is, that, yeah. uh, I, I'm looking forward to next week. Uh, I'm going to watch this whole thing because this time we're going to have witnesses. Republicans can't right. play stupid. You know they can't play. Exactly. You know they can't. You know can't do the see no hear no thing. Uh, Rand Paul he's upset now because he says he says they calling us racist. They calling us bigots. <laughs> and he know his daddy was all of that. His daddy was all of that, and he know that. Hmm. And he is a wow. chip off the old block. Think so, huh? Ooh, Rand. Hmm. You know. So anyway, so yes, we got. Anyway, but, but I'm excited. But, but this is all. But, but hey, babe, this is what change looks like. This is, I mean, this is what it is. This is the change thing. So <laughs> this is the, this is the, uh, 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 uh you know, merry-go-round. The, the, you know, you know, around the chairs. <laughs> and, okay. And, and, when, and when it stops, it's gonna get locked up for the next fifty years. When, when this movement uh, uh, ends, so we got to get the next six years are gonna be. Paramount. We got to maintain the intensity that we uh, came with this election, y'all. We got to do it. We we, we got to do a strong three more elections: twenty twenty two, twenty twenty four, right, and then the one right afterwards. Well, so then let me ask you this, Miss Arthur. Then do you think that 
that this impeachment, because they're saying all kinds of things, they said the impeachment is going to complicate uh, President Biden's uh, efforts to unify the country. But I can tell you this, if it was you as president of the United if it was, let's just say if it was President Obama, what do you think would have happened? Uh, no, first of all, first of all, Barack <laughs> would have been gone uh, three years ago. Okay. Barack would have been gone three years ago. We, we, this was, this, this, uh, no, 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 no. You know, he got the slave treatment. He, he got, that's what a slave president looked like. It, and it wasn't his fault. That's how they treated him. They, 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 they treated him like that. You know, they just, so, you know, you can't compare nothing about, you know, Hey, hey, you know, everybody been using the comparison. Uh, what would happen to Black Lives Matter? <laughs> Absolutely, of course, and, and rightfully Rich, so. Understood. Rich of the protest. That's a perfect. Uh, uh, that's a perfect example. Of what you just said, right there. Right. You say, hey, you say Black Lives. Yes, you say. Now, what do you think would happen to Black Lives Matter? It would have been but blood here, everywhere. It, but not only that, Mr. Arthur. If you stop and think about the Black Lives Matters marches, they were peaceful marches, but it was other people that came in, created havoc, and burned down buildings and and caused uh, things. Not not the Black Lives Matter group. Mhm. Oh yeah. And here, and remember we posted. Look here, we posted that stuff. We posted. Right. About them people coming to the black to, to to you know to the black event march exactly and we we we, exactly. we posted pictures of them knocking exactly. out windows and, exactly. and stuff like that you know so you know so we, I, we were saying that we were saying the whole thing whole, you know whole time the folks knew those folks were coming in infiltrating <laughs> infiltrating those things and doing that stuff they knew that they knew it of and course. they were saying you know, and, 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 and the media went along with it for a long time before they started finally started saying you know because we we kept posting online. And finally had gone on and admit that what was going on. Well, let me just tell you this. It happened right here in our own city. It happened right here in Tyler. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure did. Sure, sure did. Remember that the ice cream place had its windows broken Mm -hmm. out? It was a young white kids. Yep, Yep. sure did. Sure did. So, yeah, so I'm just just saying that, uh, uh, well, got a lot of work to do, y'all. We got a lot, got of, a lot work of work to do. We have a, a lot, lot of work to do. A lot of work to and do. And I'm—I don't know about you, but—and I think you are too. You're up for the job. We're up for the task. So, so this, so hearing this, hearing them talk about this is just to me. This is just a way to try to side kick the impeachment. Because tell me how it's going to complicate the pre, uh, president. Biden to be able to get his work done. He's not running. He's not in the. He's an attorney, but he's not well, actually, in the court system. He's not working well, well, as a true. senator. Go ahead. Well, 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 I think it's not 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 not, not counterintuitive, but I think it's actually going to help. I do. And too. the reason I think it's going to help is I think that if those impeachment managers do do the job, I think that they're going to do mm-hmm. by the end of this trial. It ain't going to be like the last one. No, trial, no way. Uh, uh, the, the you know the American people gonna gonna be uh, because you know we're part of judging also. You know we're judging also. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know so it's gonna come down to you know 
So we're finna vote again, you know, on <laughs> who believe in America, who believe in democracy, and who don't. And those folks that don't, <laughs> we need to duly note that. And, and our strategies going forward need to be based on we have an autocratic, Okay. Un, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, you know, undemocratic, uh, undemocratic. Uh, uh, party in America that 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 that, that don't like democracy. Ted Cruz, Willie Gomer, Willie Gomer, Willie. Let's bring Miss Rihanna in and let her jump in this conversation and tell us what she thinks about it. Miss Rihanna, how are you t- this evening? How you doing, Riri? Doing well, doing well. How are you all? Uh, We're doing good. We're doing good. Go ahead. I like Mr. Arthur's answer on that, and I completely, I have to say, I completely agree. I think that this impeachment trial won't hinder anything. I think it'll help things along because we're not going to be on the same page with Republicans about anything having to do with much of anything. We're not going to be on, they're not going to come, yeah, they're not going to come over to, you know, away from the dark side and rescue America. They're not going to do anything about, you know, a living wage, health care, any infrastructure, anything. They're they're absolutely not going to do it. And the bottom line is that Democrats represent 43 million more people than the elected Republicans. There is a clear mandate. We need to get some stuff done. They didn't, the the American people didn't vote for, you know, strategically vote for a 50-50 split in the Senate. They voted for Democrats and they keep voting for Democrats. We better give them something to vote for and get on board with, there's right and there's wrong. This president was derelict in his duty, incited an insurrection, turned his back on democracy and on the American people, and some Republicans helped him. we got to go through that trial publicly, and if we're going to create any unity at all, that's the unity we create. You get on board with us, those of us who love America, and then we move forward from there. I think that's the way it's got to go. That's right. right. So with all of that, with all of that that Ms. Rihanna just said, how in the world would you think that we should not go through a trial. How could you think that? Right. Well, if you're if you're if if, if you're a white supremacist and uh, mm-hmm. uh, you something makes pretty good sense <laughs> to me. Yeah. If you love what happened, and if yeah. and the Republicans, what happened at the last time uh, they had to go through a trial? They tried to avoid that. They had to go through it anyway, so what did they do? They ran away from hearing the evidence. Oh, we just don't want to hear yeah. it. We don't want any yeah. witnesses. Yeah. We don't want any evidence. Yeah. We're going to get this done fast. They can't do that this time. They were they part of it. They're standing in the crime scene. They're the victims. <laughs> They're the victim. And the perpetrators, some of them. They can't and, get away from that. Therein lies why they don't want to have it, right? They don't want to have it mm-hmm. because... They're standing in the middle of the crime scene, Alexa. Right. Hey, Rihanna, one of those uh, pizza managers ought to go up and say, it happened to you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yep. It happened to you. Oh, my goodness. 
your vice right. president. They were after him. They built a gallows to hang Pence. They tried to kidnap and assassinate Nancy Pelosi and Alexandria yes. Ocasio-Cortez. And, you know, they're now carrying guns onto the floor of the house. You know, the, yes. the enemy yes. is in the building. No, they caught that guy. No, they caught that guy. The he enemy said, is he, in the he, building. He said he, 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 say he didn't know it was on him. He couldn't even feel it. Oh, oh, please. Great, because all that, responsible gun you, owners who are packing heat don't know it. <laughs> okay, you you gonna tell me that I don't know? I got my weapon on my hip. Right. Well, if you yeah, and here yes, you catch me. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> That's what you call sleeping with here. the enemy, as Miss Miss said. The enemy's in the building. what's one more live month? Twenty five or thirty thousand? Uh, yeah, I mean, what's one more? Right. Right. What's one right. more? What's one more? What's one more idea? <laughs> Some bigger ones have been told, right? <laughs> yeah, bigger ones uh-huh. have been told than that. <laughs> wow. wow. I Can I get away with my little lie? <laughs> mhm. Amazing. And, and every day would, it gets and, worse and worse. It gets worse and worse. And let me tell you what, I would be a disappointed citizen if they did not go into the court of law with these people because every single day almost we have these kinds of conversations. I reflect back. Ms. Rana can tell you this. Ms. Art, I reflect back to when I was working on my degree in criminal justice, and I came, went to Dallas, to University of Texas at Arlington. Mm-hmm. There was 30 people on that stage at that summer right. that day. All of them had gone to prison for crime they did not commit. Joyce Ann Brown was the only female on that stage, mm-hmm. and the rest of them, and then, okay, and then there was one Caucasian, Asian mixed gentleman, and the rest of them were black men. Mm-hmm. They spent all together years and years and years, years in and prison years. for crime they did not commit. And you're going to mm-hmm. tell me that I'm going to accept all of that that Miss Rihanna just laid out, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't accept right. it. They have to go to trial with this guy. And he has to go to prison yeah. because we, the people have already told us that he's guilty. They, we heard them on ears. They said, Trump told us to do this. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe that you're supposed to be innocent and to proven guilty. Mm-hmm. But oh my goodness, we saw all these things hey. with our own eyes, hey. did we not? Hey, 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 uh, Shirley, Shirley, Rihanna, yes, I, I showed a, I posted a, I posted, I posted this, uh, this, this uh, film they put out where this, where this yeah. man went and went open up the door and let him in. That's right. That's what That's I'm right. talking about. Open up the door. Mm-hmm. All of this, this was not something that just happened spontaneously. Nope. No, these, no, these, we actually want, these people were in the. Which I dumb it was. Which I dumb it was though. Okay, look, if they would have got in, hung pants, uh, killed Nancy, killed all the leadership, he forgot. Uh, Biden and Harris still won. Right. They, nothing changed. They would just it? went and got the military and just would have round all of that all of themselves up. That's what would have happened. That's so, right. That's so that was it, a right? dumb that was a dumb takeover plan right there. But that just means that the American system hell of food. You yeah. know. You know, it did 
he, right. he gives mm-hmm. a reprieve and, and did identify, you know, wow. uh, you know what we're dealing with. But 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 uh but but you know but with the right with with, with a, you know the slicker dude, the cooler dude, or something, a little bit smarter mm-hmm. fellow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with them with Mitch McConnell, and them I ain't telling what they would have done. Right. Wow. That's true. Exactly. Well, I, every time I, I mean, every this time is, I think about it, go ahead and share. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I was just going to say they're already trying to minimize. You know, well, there I heard Tucker Carlson saying, "Well, really, the the number of people killed at the riots was three. Um, what? And he says, "Yeah." So you know, the other two died. You know. Trying to it's some nonsense. They're trying to minimize it. It wasn't bloody enough enough for us to call it an insurrection. Not enough people were killed, you know, to, to justify. Yes, it's it, it's ridiculous. They're doing what they always do. What every drowning person does, try to find a straw, is what they're exactly. doing. Try to reach for any straw they can, and it's getting yeah, more but- and more ridiculous. It, it was a it, it, it was a white comedian used the term the other night. I'm using I'm using tonight. Uh, 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 Republicans, y'all can't. I'm sorry, but y'all can't get your hand off that white tar baby. Right. <laughs> what? What? Say that once more. I said uh, I said Republicans try as they might, they can't get their hand. They can't take their hands off that white tar baby. Trump. Right. That's. I mean. That's. <laughs> It's just crazy. Oh it's just but, crazy. But, but it is crazy because because there's nothing that says how many people needed to die in order to have an insurrection, is it? it, it's, it, it I don't. I've never seen that as a part of the. Definition. No, you're not. You're not Maybe the crazy I'm, one here. <laughs> okay. For, for thinking that what I just said was crazy because it's nuts. It's absolutely crazy, and but that's the, you know, certainly we all remember how they went crazy when we elected a black man, and yeah, <laughs> for four yes. years we had to hear about his tan suit. And, oh yeah, that tan that you know, how he, suit. Oh, that's that's his dangerous black friend and, as the attorney general, and it's all these scary black men <laughs> were doing all these scary things. Like you know, these running the country in, in these, yeah, in these hot positions. <laughs> it was terrifying, exactly. and so you know he put Dijon mustard on his burger, and that was a huge thing. And he had a barbecue, and oh my god, all that. We all went through it. Hmm. They went crazy. Wow. They got more ridiculous yeah. every day. They're As doing it again because mm-hmm. now what we've done is we went after their grand wizard, and. <laughs> So it's war, wow. and so they're going to get crazier exactly. and crazier and crazier. Well, you know, well, I tell you, know, you what. Go nothing. ahead, Mr. Star. You know what? You remember Michigan when they didn't do nothing after they after they crashed that Michigan thing? I mean, yes. I mean, they played that down. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. And once they, they did, played that, it down. right? You knew what was going to happen. You know when he said, "Show up on the yep. cake." I didn't do that, and, and so them people yep. come out. Well, you know, we didn't. We had no clue. What? I even knew it. Right. Well, I mean, it started, he started, the normalization of political violence has been going on for years. But even if we just talk about the normalization of political violence has been going on under Trump's presidency, you know, 
President but Obama, President Clinton, Ma- Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, right. um, mm-hmm. many others, Maxine Waters, CNN, were all oh. mailed pipe bombs by an right. avid Trump supporter who drove around in a van covered with Trump bumper stickers. Remember that? He said oh, yeah. that yeah. he felt directed to do that, and he mailed these pipe bombs to people he called on Trump's enemies list and the Correct. enemies of the people, CNN, and you know a couple of other news agencies and journalists. And what did we hear the president of the United States come out and condemn that and say anything about it? No, nope. we heard the president of the United States come out and start talking about, oh, well, why don't you add the squad to that list? Because here's the squad and all these nasty women who come <laughs> from these shithole countries. And, you know, and pardon my language, I was quoting the president of the United States, you yes, know, who, who come and, and, you know, Elijah Cummings, who comes from a rat infested city mm-hmm. and he's on my mm-hmm. list now too so you know how many mm-hmm. death threats did you know may he rest in peace how many death threats yeah. do you think he got how many death oh, threats it. do you think that you know the great uh you know all of these people all of these great people who are just public servants just who public. have been threatened mm-hmm. you know some of them were in our house the day that that he led this insurrection. So the normalization of political violence and, and using violence to to silence or threaten your enemies while playing the victim has been right. going so, on. The beers are different, Rihanna. The beers are so different, though. And I keep saying, say, you heard me say this before, <clears throat> that it was going to start with white people killing black people, white people killing white people. And see, that what they started doing. They started killing white people. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they want TV, because that's right. that North South fight thing I'm telling you about. They want right, to fight right. y'all. We get it. Just telling you. Well, I, you know, I right. tell is. you, they 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 failed at their insurrection, but but I, even though you're right, Mr. Arthur, but but there's some black people. Just think about that insurrection of the slaves in ancient Rome. There were some black people in there that they wanted to go and get as well, some people of color. Yeah, remember I, I told you, I still, I look here, and I still don't know why he went. Why did he go? He knew. Knew. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but the, the funny part is how they were able you know, to you, find Jim you know, Clyburn's you know. office. They were able to find Jim Clyburn's right. office. They they wanted uh, Maxine Waters because who, who right. what person? No, what person been talking about impeachment since after the first that year of left? Yes, hey, and that's that's right. Q, it, it, that Q line, <laughs> that Q lady took him around and gave him maps. Took him around. They had they yes. had maps that she allegedly provided yes. for them. Yeah, the you know, they knew exactly that, that. how to get to but, all but these she, places. She got it, but, she, but, but she didn't put that together on her own. She was, so oh, she no. definitely she, had that help. Was her and she was, right. but no, she was carrying out orders that were given to her. Is my point? That's right. That I want to That's make. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. She was carrying money, out the Trump campaign. Put two point seven million dollars in yes. to the Stop the Steal rally. That was planned for many, you know, many weeks, and you know, planned by 
uh, and got, you know, the permits were issued to people like Mick Mulvaney's niece, yeah. you know, and people yeah. connected with these Congress people, people some connected with people Ted Cruz. Yeah, some of these people were paid money to show up up there. Well, I'm sure you guys right. heard about our, our real estate tycoons over here in Longview that been stripped of their real estate license. The state took those away from them. People are just being shut down that got involved in this. They're not going to be able to make money and operate. These are very wealthy people over there. They not I don't know how long they're going to be wealthy, but <laughs> because they were real estate tycoons, made lots of money. They got their and they, totally they repay this country by attacking it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow! Wow! Yeah, it's really sick. I mean, it's really it, it, sick. It is. It is. You saw Rand Paul, right, on uh, George Stephanopoulos on Sunday? Um, Heard about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I posted it. Yeah. They've got this two-pronged argument going right now, which are both equally ridiculous. On the one hand, they say, well, how insulting. Joe Biden called us all white supremacists. Okay, well, if you're not a white supremacist, you shouldn't be offended by what he said. So you're kind of calling yourself out. The biggest self-own I've ever seen. And then their second part of their argument, Rand Paul in particular, is you're, you're calling us all liars. You're calling us all liars. You know, there used to be a time, and he said this. He came out and said what we have been saying for years. He came out and admitted it. On Sunday TV, he said, you know, George, there used to be a time where you would have had me on and I would present my allegations uh, about fraud and you would have had somebody else on the other side and you would let us debate it. And now you're just saying I'm a liar. Okay. So he just now admitted that for years the mainstream media has been both citing everything. They did it with climate science. They have a real wow. scientist on, and then they have a right-wing kook, and they say, oh, you guys debate this. And one of them presents facts, and the right-wing kook says, no, it's not true, it's not true. And they pretend that right. both sides are even. And they've been wow. getting away with this for years. So he was crying on Sunday show that you're not, you're not giving equal weight to my nonsense that you are giving to the facts. That's not fair. He, I mean, he just showed all his cards there, that's that's in my opinion. Yes. I see. I see what you're saying. Finally. See, I didn't, I didn't see it on Sunday. I actually was on oh. a Zoom, so I didn't see it, but I heard a little bit about it. And I saw it. Well, have you ever heard an infant uh, cry and throw a fit? <laughs> <laughs> You've seen that's it then. That's what it was all about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it was> so funny. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that things are coming to fruition, that people are seeing uh, the, the wrong side have been able to get away with things down through the years and and, mm-hmm. and the changes come, right? We're going to see some differences well, because I, I believe that Joe Biden is an honest man that wants the great, to see the greater good of, of this country come forth. I believe that. I agree. And I, I think that the really good news is it appears that he hasn't just been giving lip service to the yes. progressives. It yes. appears that he actually is willing. He he's willing and um, and able to be pushed or pulled 
by us on the left and not give you in need to vote this right nonsense. Act. Yeah, vote that's right true. Act. Vote right yeah. act. It, it must be. If we don't get that, that y'all. That vote suppression thing gonna be ugly next time. It has yeah. to be. That's what. That's why I was so happy that during the inauguration, he he point blank said, you know, we have four crises, and one of the crises was um, the white supremacist nonsense, the inequality. Uh, you know, the mm-hmm. voter suppression, the, the whole gamut of racial inequity in this country. And by labeling a, a crisis and an existential threat, that signaled, in my opinion, that, you know, Democrats, part of what we have to do, since we have the clear mandate, is that we have to pass John Lewis's Voting Rights Act. It, sure. it, we have to. Like, we cannot sure. not do that. That has to be one of the things that we absolutely do. And, yes, we do need to railroad through and just do it at a, on a 51 vote and get it done. Get it out of the way. Make it law. Cool. Because they are going to – they have no choice but to cheat even harder next time. They have no choice. So we have to do this. Correct. I got you. Well, guys, let's talk a little bit about one of my favorite things of the 20th of January. Just one of them. The hill we climb. Boy, I'll tell you what. When I listened to that Miss Amanda Gorman and that poem that she wrote, she stole, did she not steal that show? She stole the inauguration show. In my opinion, and, and and our hats kudos to Dr. Jill Biden for inviting her. And she mm-hmm. talked about yeah. that this young lady used to stutter like her husband stuttered. And I, I tried to explain to to people how sometimes that 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 doesn't always go away. And this young lady said she talked about how she worked hard at it, but but. More importantly, her message, her message in that poem was just so inspiring. It stirred up so much hope. We were all in awe of this young lady, 22 years of age, out of Los Angeles, California. She Mm -hmm. stole that show. What are your thoughts? I think she stole the show. (laughs) What are your thoughts, Ms. Rihanna? She's amazing. Amazing. her, it was just so powerful and so in the moment and hopeful. I mean, all I kept thinking was four years ago at that moment, I was staring at the TV crying. Yes. And thinking every single word that was coming out of this man's mouth was confirming everything I knew. I knew it was going to be every bit as horrible as it ended up being. And it was, I'm looking at all of these people thinking like country is like, this is the wrong direction. And it was such a hopeless feeling. And so thinking about her words was such a contrast. Yes. 
we, 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 okay, now capture that emotion that you just talked about, okay? <laughs> and you okay. felt it, and you feel it. Okay, yeah. now. Yeah, you can hear folks, it, too, been going, Hey, 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 black folks, that's part of our existence. That feeling right. you got right there? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, just a, const, a constant, yeah. Oh, I, I well, she, can't well, she, even she imagine. So right. I just can't I'm even, sure. you know, I, and that's a powerful thing for you to say, and that's a powerful thing for mm-hmm. me to hear, and I hope that everybody out there who is not a person of color who listens to us can be in this moment with me right now too. I mean, that's ex- that's just a, a dose of reality well, I appreciate you. to hear. Well, I appreciate you understanding mm-hmm. it because that's what that because that's what mm-hmm. that is really. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Mr. Arthur, it, it's, every word, every word that came from that young lady's mouth was optimism. I mean, she was optimistic with every. Yeah, we've been there. Yeah, we have been in the belly of the beast, right? Isn't that what she says? We we braved the belly of the beast. But we've, but we've found a, I think she said a quiet place or a, a quiet peace or she's found, we found a place of peace because we will never allow people to stop us from having that hope that Mr. Arthur says, yeah, we've been there. Yeah, mm-hmm. we understand. But, but black people have always been real optimistic, never right. lost that, that gleam of hope that someday that they would no longer ride on the back of the bus. And she talked about her mm-hmm. ancestors, you know, and then the skinny black girl. She is very the slim, skinny black very girl small. From a single mother. Mm-hmm. There you go. And descended a descendant from people of, who were in There you go. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That she might Standing be president. One day. That's right. And yeah. guess what? This little skinny black girl. Everybody in the world knows who she is now. Do they not? Right. Would you say? Oh my! Everybody absolutely. in the world knows this skinny little black girl, and oh my mm-hmm. goodness, she presented. She she was so polished and poised and beautiful. She was mm-hmm. just amazing. She was amazing. And her the air of her just the way that. She was able to convey this message the way that right. I, I can't really put my finger on exactly because it wasn't just the words and it wasn't just her voice and it wasn't just the way she stood so tall and and had such conviction. It was every single thing about it leading up to the part where she talks about how they tried to take that from us that day on the 6th. Yeah. Yeah. They tried to take all of this away already just firmly established what Mr. Arthur talks about, the the uh, moral um, authority and ownership of what they tried to take. With everything that she had said leading up to that, it was just such a powerful, yeah. a powerful moment and a powerful, yeah. um, I, I just... It was chilling. It was chilling it was and very honestly chilling. humbling. It, for, yeah. From my perspective as a, a white woman, it was quite humbling. 
uh, and quite um, I feel the moral authority that Mr. Arthur talks about and I recognize Mm -hmm. it I really really Mm -hmm. felt it in my bones while she was reading that poem Mm -hmm. and I felt (laughs) it made me feel I was angry already for me and for us but I was just In, I, I am endlessly angry for right. her, for for you, for for people who have put so much more, have so much more ownership to claim than I, <laughs> and it just I felt it and do well, feel it so much. It, those words things. really hit it for me. Oh my goodness! They just uh, they just rang out. Oh, I mean. It, her yeah. words just rang out all over the nation, all over the it world. Powerful. Her words rang. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it was. I mean, and you—it's you, a true you, art form you, how she did that. The, oh my goodness! Oh, absolutely. And then you—you you think about she's so young to have have to know right. all of these hardships and all of these things that her people mm-hmm. uh, had to endure. Uh, they they right. were battered, but still they were beautiful. I mean, she, it, it, yeah, listen, I, I and how to gracefully convey all of that, to, how to, to so to write it down perfectly, yeah, yeah, perfect, to perfectly perfect. and gracefully and and clearly convey, yeah, all yeah. of those things that she was able to capture, and I just, I, I do hope, I really do hope that that um. <sighs> I don't know. I, I really hope that a lot of people who look like me got what I got out of it in that way. Right, right. Uh, because it did really drive home. I thought about it so many times while she was speaking. Yeah. And since then, yeah. Mr. Arthur's yeah. words in my head talking about moral authority. <laughs> and I just, sure. Uh, sure. She, what she said nailed that home so clearly. And I hope it, hey, I hey, hope it did that hey, for hey, a lot hey, of people. Hey, hey, hey Rihanna. Rihanna, you know, mm-hmm. you're a teacher, you're a teacher. And so, you know, like I, you know, and I, you know, and, and I like, I had these little things I do with the students and like, and right. like I had one student uh, come back about the, uh, I saw him a few weeks later. Now, Miss Lemmy, you know what, same about what you said for two weeks. I said, yep, I like to say, I stained, <laughs> I, I stained his brain. So, uh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So I think I stained your brain with more authority. You well, you ha- you really have and and she uh she stained it even further. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's because it's I'm a it's you. a concept that you know I I I like to think I have been aware of, but I just become more and more aware of it, and everything truly became solidified for me that day because I kept thinking about the paradigm shift and this yeah. star movement, and this yeah. is the time, and then. Somehow, you know, whoever whoever planned this inauguration, I was pleased about how they did it. It felt so much different, um, and I just I tried to think about, you know, I hope that that I hope that America feels like this represents them in general, <laughs> and you know, and because I always know that it represents me and I, you know, and I, I recognize that. And to me, they did a very good job and inviting her to give 
what she gave oh to us yeah. was a gift. Oh my it was definitely a gift. <laughs> it, listen, I like to call it call it up. For me, it was kind of like a kind of like a unnumbing moment. You know, I've been numb. Trying to feel myself. So anyway, so when she did that speech, uh, because I was, look here, just have, look here, I, 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 I got up late that morning, but I heard her talking and, and I woke up real fast. <laughs> yeah, that? yeah. Are, are you sure that? <laughs> I, woke up fast. I guess. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, I said, oh man, I said, okay. So, so I think she, I think that was a a good unnumber. That's oh, a perfect way to say it. All you exactly, and all you could hear in her voice was hope, uh, freedom, mm-hmm. uh, diversity. I mean, the beauty she talked about the battered, even though people have been battered, but they were still beautiful. I mean, then she mm-hmm. talked about the new new day, the new dawn of the day, or something like that, and mm-hmm. and that we we're all going to be free uh, at last, kind of thing, like, like free at last, free at last, like 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 the uh, the song Arthur and Miss Rihanna, mm-hmm. uh, the Negro uh, national anthem song, free at last, free at uh, whomever said that, Dr. King, so forth, so on, which is. All, all of this just came to fruition. This young lady was so brave and she was so bold. And bold. There you go. That's a good word like too. That. She was yeah. so much I mean, more she was than just hopeful. Bold, exactly. boldly hopeful. Oh, with every word that she put yeah. out there. I mean, yeah. it's like she. This. She, I mean, she's so brilliant. I mean, she covered everything, yeah. and she did. She mm-hmm. wrote all of this, a lot of this, after January the sixth. What she saw right. happening in right. our nation, and she put this together. Amazing. It was like real, real time commentary in such a yeah. powerful, beautiful way. It, it was really stunning. It was like a, a work of. Art, but at the same time, oh, it was time, a work of art. And yeah, and you know what she actually, and, and you know what the meaning, and you know what her overall meaning was of that whole thing. She Tell was it. basically saying, she's basically saying, "Hey, y'all, if we don't get together, it ain't gonna be no America." Right. That's what she was saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ain't gonna be one. Mm-hmm. Now this mm-hmm. is the way we can go. This is the way it can be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and and it don't have to be no other way but like this. But, you know, hey, you know, she's basically saying, again, yeah. hopefully she'll add to that intensity we're going to need for the next six the, years. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and you're right. Go ahead, Ms. Rihanna. Well, I just also wanted to add, it seems clear to me that it it went – without needing to be explicitly said by anyone, but it seemed very crystal clear to me throughout the entire events of the day um, that when we talk about unity and moving forward and getting together, we are in no way (laughs) talking about uniting with any of these people who refuse to move along with it. We're, we're not talking about mm-hmm. what the thing that we always end up having to talk about, which is pulling the, the Neanderthals along, dragging their knuckles on the ground. 
we're not talking right. about that anymore. We are talking about moving forward with people who actually care about this country, and the line okay. has been drawn in the sand, and okay. people have have decided to step on whatever side they're going to be on. And that's clear. So we're moving on without them. We're not even talking about them anymore. You either love this country or you don't. Correct. Made it clear over the past, at least over the past four years, you've crystallized that. And that's why we need to have choosing to be on. And that's why we need to have this impeachment. And that's why we need to have this impeachment. There you go. There you go. Because we need to, you if we go if we're gonna unite, you have to unite around something. So let's unite around the truth of what happened on that day. And then let's go forward from there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and I I think that's what, and I think, and that's why I say, and that's why I think, I think it's going to probably help Biden. uh, You know, if those impeachment you know, do their job because it's going to make it clear to anybody in America that we got a uh, an insurgency going on, an anti-democratic force going on. So you know, uh, you know, they ain't nothing to play with. It's real. Well, that's, right. that's interesting because she, because if you'll remember, there was something that she talked about about being victorious. I, I went, when Mr. Anna, you were not on when I, I opened up the show tonight. I was telling mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Arthur that sometimes just staying alive is the best that we can do. Surviving and survival mm-hmm. uh, is victorious. And she said something about I, I don't remember exactly how that fell into place. Uh, but she talked about about being victorious. That we all need to be, uh, we all should be victorious together. Uh, that that we went through a lot of hurt, but then she talked about hope, and then seems like she she talked about I don't, I can't remember exactly, but but I, if if you remember, she said something about being that w- us being victorious. Uh, together, I kept a lot of a lot of her stuff in, in because it, she, this lady just made an indelible impression upon mm-hmm. my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just sunk deep in, in, into to well, my yeah, soul because for, I because I'm a black girl, and so. Uh, but go ahead, mm-hmm. go ahead, Miss Star. Oh, here, here's for, that she, portion. She, she spoke for five minutes. She spoke for five minutes. The Gettysburg the Gettysburg address was like two minutes and forty six seconds, something like that. Right. So. Right. So, 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 you know, you can say a whole lot in a, a short period lot. of time would make big this, impact. This is on that level too. And so, I think this might be on that level. It is. Okay. It absolutely is. Of, of the Gettysburg Address, I'm impressed with that. Right. That's, that's a great point. Right. Great point, Mr. Arthur. Great point. I found that you were about portion to say something, that. Ben. Yes, I found that okay. portion that you were talking about. Uh, let okay. the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. That even uh-huh. as we grieved, we grew. That even as we okay. hurt, we hoped. That okay. even as we tired, we tried. That we'll forever be tied together, victorious. Beautiful. Okay. Great. See, that's right I after think that was the part you were talking about. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, sure, that's yeah. right after diaspora, ain't it? That, that's right after what? That's right after diaspora. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's true. Wow. Did, tell us more, Miss Fiona. Do you have more of her speech? I do. I do. Okay, give us some I more. Do. Sure. And it actually, you know, um I can if you prefer I can play I can play the whole thing. Play it yeah. for us. 
Yeah. Okay. You're just the best. You're the best. Let's I let's treat you. ourselves. Although you are, you are a great, you are a great reader. Go ahead. <laughs> well, She's a great you. reader too. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Yes. Give me just one second to set it up. Okay. I said that before. Boy, okay. that's okay. Well, we'll let you set. We're going to setting it up, and we'll keep talking uh, because sure. this this is just outstanding. I, I mean, just to hear. I mean, I was captivated by her voice, Mr. Arthur. I was just captivated mm-hmm. by her. I, I, the only thing I would have done is put a, a, a pink hairband on her instead of a red one. <laughs> well, no, I think Oprah, no, I think Oprah dressed her then. Uh, somebody told me Oprah dressed her now. Uh, Oprah did. Uh-oh. And, and <laughs> Oprah gave her, let's bring that up. Oprah gave her Maya Angelou's, which we know is all about one of our favorite uh, port, port lords, gave her the, her earrings. Gave her the oh, ring wow. that she had on her finger. All of the all the jewelry that she wore belonged to Maya Angela. Oh and, and, wow! Uh, Oprah gave that to her and gave her the clothes oh, that she amazing. wore as a gift. Isn't that awesome? Yes. Can you even it, imagine? Oh no, I can't. <laughs> but see, but wow. what she did was let me tell you what she actually did. See what she did was, you know, she just showed. She just showed. The the you know the power of the individual you know in America mm-hmm. and just going to yeah. show you how you know, so, so when people start playing what the hell are you and all that kind of stuff I mean that's just that's all game that's all game because it has nothing to do sure. we're we we in nothing. my opinion the black, uh, black folks are the most wasted resource America has most wasted I agree resource with that. I agree mm-hmm. with that I totally wow. agree with that. You yeah. know something, some of the smartest, some of the smartest black men in the in America sits behind bars. Right. Thank Did you. you agree? Yes, right. sir. Thank you. Yes. Whether they did sits it or not. Bars. Whether they did it yeah. or not. Yeah. Absolutely. You ready for us, Ms. Mm-hmm. Leon? Yes, ma'am. Okay, we're ready. We're ready for Miss Amanda Gordon. President of Fort Lawrence. For Biden. Madam Vice President, Mr. Emhoff, Americans and the world. When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never ending shade? The loss we carry, a sea we must wade. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace in the norms and notions of what just is isn't always just this. And yet the dawn is ours before we knew it. Somehow we do it. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken, but simply unfinished. We, the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president, only to find herself deciding for one. And yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. We are striving to forge our union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man 
And so we lift our gaze not to what stands between us, but what stands before us. We close the divide because we know to put our future first. We must first put our differences aside. We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. We seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. That even as we grieved, we grew. That even as we hurt, we hoped. That even as we tired, we tried. That we'll forever be tied together, victorious. Not because we will never again know defeat, but because we will never again sow division. Scripture tells us to envision that everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid. If we're to live up to our own time, then victory won't lie in the blade, but in all the bridges we've made. That is the promise to glade, the hill we climb, if only we dare it. Because being American is more than a pride we inherit. It's the past we step into and how we repair it. We've seen a force that would shatter our nation rather than scare it would destroy our country if it meant delaying democracy. And this effort very nearly succeeded. But while democracy can be periodically delayed, it can never be permanently defeated. In this truth, in this faith we trust, for while we have our eyes on the future, history has its eyes on us. This is the era of just redemption. We feared it at its inception. We did not feel prepared to be the heirs of such a terrifying hour, but within it, we found the power to author a new chapter, to offer hope and laughter to ourselves. So while once we asked, how could we possibly prevail over catastrophe? Now we assert How could catastrophe possibly prevail over us? We will not march back to what was, but move to what shall be, a country that is bruised, but whole, benevolent, but bold, fierce, and free. We will not be turned around or interrupted by intimidation because we know our inaction and inertia will be the inheritance of the next generation. Our blunders become their burdens. But one thing is certain. If we merge mercy with might and might with right, then love becomes our legacy and change our children's birthright. So let us leave behind a country better than the one we were left with every breath from my bronze-pounded chest. We will raise this wounded world into a wondrous one. We will rise from the gold-limbed hills of the West. We will rise from the wind-swept Northeast where our forefathers first realized revolution. We will rise from the lake-rimmed cities of the Midwestern states. We will rise from the sun-baked South. We will rebuild reconcile and recover in every known nook of our nation in every corner called our country our people diverse and beautiful will emerge battered and beautiful when day comes we step out of the shade of flame and unafraid the new dawn blooms as we free it for there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it if only we're brave enough to be it
Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Um. Yes, she's a bad you girl. She's a bad girl. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. We'll see. The 20th of January was a, it was a double whammy for me to see Vice President Kamala Harris and her victory. Mm-hmm. It just showed all of our black communities, our families, that people like me and people like Mr. Arthur and anybody that decides they want to do whatever, even, even it even elevated my thought process uh, to, to Congress in the fact that even though I ran for Congress and did not win, it was not because, it was not because of the like of the ability, but because some of the things that she said in her speech had not really come to fruition. But Kamala Harris helped us to see that that transition, that change, that gradual change, and what I try to explain to some of the younger Black Lives Matter people here in our community is that change takes time. It takes Because if you look years back of how Dr. Martin Luther King worked, how Mr. Arthur's ancestors worked, how my ancestors worked, how Ms. Rihanna's ancestors even worked to help the black ancestors work, to try to get where we needed to be. Lives were lost. People lost their lives. But we're, we're getting there gradually, slowly. That, that constitution that they always talked about, that equality, we the people, equality for all mankind, eventually we'll have the right people in place to get us where we need to be. Comments, guys. We've got 10 minutes. Comments. Well, I like well, I like to tell them youngsters to uh, study. And as I, Abraham Lincoln said, "I will study and make myself ready, and maybe my chance will come." If you study, if, if you if you make yourself, if you if you prepare yourself for the opportunity, the opportunity gonna show up because this is a marathon, mm-hmm. you know. And so yeah. whatever you whatever you aspire to be, no matter what, just look out there. You got to understand that whoever's in those positions, they're not gonna live forever. So yes, you have it. an opportunity to, to to you know to do whatever you actually want to do. It's just about uh, <laughs> you know uh, you know working on your awareness and and understanding you know the abilities that you actually have, which are beyond your uh, basic five senses. You know you got common senses too. There you go. Good good point, Miss Rihanna. Well, I just the last the last words I just. I, we're so the whole thing's just so powerful. But when she says, mm-hmm. "For there is always light," if only mm-hmm. we're brave enough to see it, if only we're mm-hmm. brave enough to be it, the be. I feel yeah. like, yeah. I mean, I I just I feel like that's that's her directive to all of us. Yeah. That because mm-hmm. you know, it's and it, it means many different things from where I stand. Because it's it's a very specific directive to each and every one of us, and it it, it doesn't necessarily uh, mean exactly the same thing for all of us. It, you know, it. That's right. All of us, all of us have um, so much it, to do, and it behooves it, it all of a, us to do it. 
it, it was a piece of free will. It, it had a free will thing working mm-hmm. in it. In other words, like, like you say, you That's know, right. you could you could hear it and you could go your your direction with it, positive, and I could hear it. I can go my direction, you know. That's so it. You know, it, it was that kind of mm-hmm. it, it was that kind of speech. Yeah, exactly. They had, well, had well, free will. There was a new a, a newfound kind of hope. You know what I'm saying? There was just mm-hmm. something that that you never felt before as far as mm-hmm. this country is concerned and the growth of this country. It was just a newfound right. feeling uh, just to right. see Kamala Harris being elected, to hear yeah. this young lady speak. I mean, she was yeah. so mature at the young age of 22 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, the wisdom. And she could have threw a little amazing. call and response up in there. She could have threw a little call and response up in there. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Call to response. <laughs> she could have. Very good. That's she she could have had everybody. And I was watching just now, rewatching. You know, it was on my screen when she was uh, when she was giving, reciting it, and you know, not to mention the fact that she's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, the the right. hand motion that the she hand put her movement, whole body yeah. into it, yeah. it so gracefully and beautifully, and it would yeah. pan over to different people and Vice President Harris and President um, uh, Biden were both uh, very clearly taken <laughs> with. Yeah. Her poem and awe. It, everybody, and awe every single person that you don't, it didn't matter that they all had a face mask on. You could see it in their eyes. There were that's, so that's many. True. Yeah, it, it see, was. Rihanna, let me tell you something weird about white folks, a black folks relationship. Now, okay, now that very thing we're <laughs> talking about in her that's so beautiful, that mm-hmm. scares the hell out of a certain amount of white people. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. That's true. That's true. Well, Sadly. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to relax it back and let the black woman lead because black women can lead. Black women know how yes. to lead. Black women have been trained to lead, and they have the brain to lead. They have the smarts too. So you have to Absolutely. allow that opportunity. Oh, women, period. Women in general. And and, and remember, Eddie here, Sherry, sure remember, remember now, and you got the block. Yes. Yeah. You don't always have, yeah, the block. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, from where I've okay, from where I've been standing, it seems to me that black women have and black men have always taken care of in every possible way this country and it would just right. really behoove us right. white folks to, to start shutting up, listening and following along. It's just allow it to happen. We yeah. get there. Yeah, yeah, allow it to happen. <laughs> allow it to happen. There's a reason white folks have been putting black and folks and all in charge of things. <laughs> and now we actually is. allow it to happen and follow along. <laughs> Well, and all that's going to happen is they're going to make more money and they're going to have more food to eat. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Right. And, and eventually we'll get it through our fixed goals that when we're all doing better, we're all doing better. 
Yeah, they'd, well, be, too, they'd, they'd be too busy. They'd be too busy to hate right. you. They'd be too busy to hate you. And they say, I got something else to do. <laughs> well, 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 speaking of busy, and Miss Rihanna brought this out last Thursday, guys, because we talked about it on our other network. And, and she says, not only did they get elected, or maybe it was Dr. Nichols, I'm not sure, but they went straight to work. They went immediately to work. They didn't oh, go and party absolutely. and have a great... They went to work, right? They went right to work. They got got busy. Went to work. So they, <laughs> they know the mess they have to clean up. Yeah, they well, they wouldn't look good. Four hundred some thousand people did. Would look good partying. Right. <laughs> well, there there That's was right. some of the citizens out there partying, but those two went to work. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, they knew. Listen, the, the comments have been made that they said. They had no. They knew they had a mess. They had no idea how big that mess really was. Right. Well, they couldn't know. So. I mean, they couldn't know. That's exactly yeah. right. Right. No, they couldn't. They couldn't oh, we're going to be. Until they got there. We're going to be learning how bad it was for years to come. We're going to be learning years more and more about how horrible. All of this, this hole that's been dug, it's just, it's going to be never ending. The stuff that's going to come out about this horrifying administration that we just kicked out the door. That, sure, that's sure, exactly sure. why we cannot, that's why we, we're just, one second, that's exactly why we have to take this through the court of law so that we can see yes. just exactly what it is that they need to work on. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. Mm-hmm. Hey, before I forget, there's going to be a movie coming out about uh, uh, about an FBI, Jig Hoover, and, you know, all that shenanigans stuff they, they were doing back during mm-hmm. the civil rights movement. Yes, movie coming no, out. I'm going to have to check that out and okay. talk about that when I, I see will. the country. And, and, and honest one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she said an honest one. Okay. <laughs> Are they really going to talk about this shenanigans? <laughs> no. <laughs> a, li- a limited amount of it. A mm-hmm. limited amount of it. It always seems too much to ask for the whole truth, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's mm, exactly yes. correct. Wow. Okay, guys, well, we're coming down to the end of the road. I tell you what, I, you, you guys have lifted. I mean, I'm just on a natural high uh, mm-hmm. ever since all of this trans. It, it, I mean, I, I've been trying to even memorize this young lady's uh, piece of work uh, because it's, so, it's such a powerful piece that all of us really stop and pause and really take all of those words in that she had to say, it could change the trajectory of this country mm-hmm. if we just listen mm-hmm. to that 22-year-old. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm. Yes. Okay. All right, everybody. Mm. It's 9.59, Miss Rihanna. Mr. Allison, you can have your final comments, and we're going to turn it over to Miss Rihanna, and we will head out the doorway and work on some more things for veterans. Now, I'm going to tell everybody just, tell everybody, just stay focused. Uh, 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 you know, start being what it's going to be, right? You know, project your own future, and, and hey, let's go for it. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Miss Rihanna, it's all yours. Uh, this has been a great, a great evening. I've certainly enjoyed uh, our discussions and our historical events and and everything. And just remember that nobody's above the law, and all of us have to account for any discretions 
that we run into legally, we have to account for it. And it's only right. If it happened to some of us, we would have to do the same thing, go to the court of law. So nobody's above the law. Thank you. We'll see you next week, Ms. Rihanna. Ms. Good, night. Good night. Take, take, Good night us, take us out. Give us our music, Ms. Rihanna. Thank All you. Right. Good night, everybody. Good night, John. Good night. One day. When the glory comes, it will be out, it will be out, oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be the heavens, no man, no weapon, formed against, yes, glory is destined, everyday women and men become legends, sins that go against our skin become blessings, the movement is a rhythm to us, freedom is like religion to us, justice is juxtaposition in us, justice for all just ain't specific enough, one son died, the spirit is revisiting us, true and living, living in us, resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day, when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero Facing the league of justice, his power was the people Enemy is lethal, a king became regal Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego The biggest weapon it's to stay peaceful, we sing, our music is the cuts that we bleed through. Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany. Now we right the wrongs in history. No one can win the war individually. It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy. Welcome to the story we call victory. The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory. One day, when the glory comes, it will be